Welcome, I am me. Mm-hmm. I'm the gay homie. Yeah, I wish I had a longer name. Oh, that's fine. That'd be cool. Anyway, so Jill Scott is over here sucking microphones and shit on stage. She is. Uh, you know that was an old video. It wasn't. How old? I'm not exactly sure, but I just see I did see a tweet from her just saying why they pulling up old videos. This is something that we would never know about her because this is only something services that she delivered to the, the one she loves, you know, or the one she lusts. Uh-huh, I yeah. wish I was that. No, I don't. No. I don't want no. Jill Sometimes Scott, I prefer man. a lust over love, though. I mean, of course you do. Your whole community does. This is what they told me about your community. All you guys want to do is fuck. You guys don't want to make love. Are you gay bashing? <laughs> don't put that on me. Don't you put that on me. No, he's an ally. I won't say that about him. But yeah. I mean, no, but we're actually, um, I'd said that because we will be talking about something later on that kind of brings that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it was a lot of, so that was a big thing this week. Like people had never seen, um, had never had a head before. <laughs> I mean, she was impressive. I was surprised. I think it was because a lot of people, a lot of women have been like, yeah, going crazy over this woman. Like, y'all ain't never got a your dick sucked. Like, look, it was surprising. Oh, we I weren't, think because we weren't expecting Jill Scott. Jill Scott to do it. If Nicki Minaj did it, we'd be like, oh. oh yeah. If Cardi mom. B did it, we'd be like, oh. oh well, why she didn't do it? She so always much. talks about yeah. sucking dick. Right. It's Cardi B. But it's Jill Scott. I think we all develop yeah. in the black community. She's like in the Erica Badu, like, League because if Erica Badu was sucking a microphone, I would be oh, just a shot. Oh, listen, too. listen, but I mean, brother, if Erica Badu did it, she's already like everything, too. Yeah, she is she's everything, she is just space and <laughs> everything and nothing at all. You know what I mean? Like, it is something very about her, just uh, she's a niss, like. You just put N E S S at the end of anything that's associated with her. Just mm-hmm. and look, I know y'all might be wondering, like, oh, they got new equipment. They got microphones that really work this time. Oh yeah, we're gonna yeah. sound real lovely this we time. We are gonna y'all. sound a lot better. I missed the gadget though. I'm sorry. It's supposed to be a little overhead. Like an arm, like we in a real studio. Uh, it's supposed to fit in, but it's all good. It's we, all I'm right. a, we're we gonna rock this, this shit like rappers and shit. Yeah. I'm gonna you, hold the mic like this. Let's see time. how it look next time. You it's know? cracking. It, you'll have it together. Yeah. Um, hey, man, I had some shit to talk about. I got notes and shit. I'm over here trying to be professional. Yes, Yo, yes. man. Oh, sad news. We got to talk about it. Kim Porter passing. That makes um, sense. I know. She's, and she's a lot more than just Diddy's uh, baby mama, y'all. Like, everything I've read about her, all the people who have expressed their uh, condolences to her, mm-hmm. like, they had nothing but the kindest words to say. And I just read Dallas Austin's, uh, the super producer, Dallas Austin. He was He made a post about her. He said he'd been knowing her since kindergarten. Damn. They went to prom together. He said she played, Zoe Saldana played um, her in, was it Zoe Saldana? That wasn't Zoe Saldana, was it? Because that movie was a while ago, wasn't it? Who was the chick that played her and played uh, in Drumline? Fact checker, you got it? No, we don't have a fact checker. Was that Zoe Saldana? (laughs) That was? You know? Oh, it was. Yeah. So he said that she played. Um, she played Kim Porter. Like that was who both. That was actually who Kim Porter was in his life because he was Nick yeah. Cannon. Oh. That's tight, right? That is tight. What you think about that cheese? No, you can talk. <laughs> it's okay. You can say something. Uh, okay, we well, got we got some we got ex, we got up. people here today. We got cheese, big mm-hmm. cheese in the house. Mm-hmm. We got Sparkle. What's cracking, Sparkle? Hey, Sparkle, what's going on? Sparkle from guys? Ohio. Oh man, I feel like we don't have her on the show one day. Dude, we have to. Sparkle she is, is wild, yo. She like, got she, a lot to say, and you're going to want to listen, you know, because you, I did. Like, you're going to want to listen, and some of you are not going to want to listen. You're going to want to run. You're gonna, but without listening. <laughs> Man. 
Thanksgiving is upon us, man. We uh, man, it's I'm exciting excited. times. You, I am. What are you doing for Thanksgiving, bro? I'm going back to Texas. Uh, my mom, my brothers, my little nephews, they live in Texas. Even though I'm from Chicago, but my mom moved there, and I got to suck it up and be bored, you know? But I love my little nephews, though. It's going to be exciting to hear them. Uncle D! Uncle D! Yeah. Get out my pocket. Hey, on, an, on another go. note, I mean, trying to go, kind of going back, I really want to find out how Kim Porter, like, I want to get the the all the autopsy, man. I kind of want to know. I do too. Because that shit sounds kind of sketch, man. It is. It's also a common story that we hear quite often of like <clears throat> young women just dropping dead because you know they're not being taken serious in doctor visits. They're not. Uh, they're not. You know, actually doing their checkups. Black women, particularly, where you know they're. We're not checking after ourselves enough, and then when we are, we're not being taken serious and. It's, it's really unfortunate. I know a few young women who just randomly died of heart failure and dropped dead in the middle of a game of Monopoly. Like, real story. You know, just, yeah, it don't make any sense. Um, I do want to know. Yeah, we need to actually take more time and figure out who we should have as our uh, doctors. Absolutely. Absolutely. I made that mistake when I first moved here, matter of fact, and, and realized how crucial it was, especially being a gay black man. Just, I, I live in Sherman Oaks, and the doctors that I was going to out there, it was as if it was the, what is the horse in the room? What's the expression? Elephant. Elephant. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Me being gay what? was the elephant in the room where I was <laughs> like, we're going to have this motherfucking conversation. And <laughs> like, so, yeah, man. You got it. Then you, I end you, up getting a, a, a I kind of call them like a gay friendly doctor because they, my needs are met first as far and as... And he brought up... There was no horse in the room. There was he, no horse it was, in the room. He talked about what it talked was. about every day. animal in that bitch. Like, <laughs> we, were con we were conversing. Yeah. And I feel very comfortable with my doctor now. And I didn't realize that after I had it, how crucial it was just to be able to be in a comfort, comfortable space when it's talking about your health. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can't, we can't just keep seeing these examples mm -hmm. and not doing something about it. Don't nobody know your body better than you. You know how you feel. Uh, you got to force these people to pay attention to it. It's crazy. I've, seen, I've read a bunch of articles on this, man. Somebody came out with something a few a while back about it. Mm -hmm. Like these doc. Oh, no. Somebody, uh, like it was a, a, a non-black person talking about how uh, doctors do not take black issues as serious, especially black women. They, mm -hmm. they black health concerns serious. They, they, have, they pretty much are like, they feel like they could take more. <laughs> like, are we going back to slavery? Is this because this is wow. pretty much this is like, pretty much why we were slaves because you felt we like we could so go strong. through yeah we could we could go through all that stress and strain to you know get all the work done for you. That's ridiculous. You know, for black women out there, I want you all to know too that usually you can't be tested for a mammogram until after you're forty years old. Or if you want to before then, it's going to have to come out of pocket. So I know many women who just didn't feel right and forced their doctor to still, you know, perform mammograms on them if they didn't feel right. And it ended up being shit, you know. So just putting that little info out there. Hey, I should have put a post up like, what's your favorite Jill Scott song? Damn. I dropped time. the ball. You could do that. I mean. No. You gotta start posting every other day. I know. What the fuck bad. is wrong? Is this your fault? Oh, I'm sorry. No. My bad. Definitely not your fault. All right. Let's but I do have a favorite Jill Scott song. Ooh, what's yours? All I. Look, All I. I found out the name of the song. I'm not gonna tell you what it's about. Just listen to it, and it pretty much shows you why she was 
like it shows you who she is mm-hmm. and what she did on stage wouldn't mm-hmm. it surprise you yeah I what's yours mine's is gonna be something trash because I forgot <laughs> I, I'm thinking about this it's on my playlist right now and at the end of the at the end of the song she does these like like whistle ass notes like oh that was not a monkey sound stop it but like um anyways I will never call another black man a monkey but that was a monkey sound um, oh ooh, ah. I don't know. I like all of her classic shit. I mean, she just she made herself a staple. Hey, man. Me. Woke up this morning, fixed me some breakfast, all those things, you know. So earlier today, I posted a poll. Do you believe people are born gay? Mm-hmm. And it ties into what we'll be talking about in a second. And uh, on our page, it says uh, 96% yes, 4% no. Okay, so me and me and the gay homie page, that's the percentage now. Yeah, now we're going to go to mine and all my homophobic friends. West L.A. Wait, West L.A. Joe? Yeah, motherfucker, like you don't know me. Well, some sure. people may, but you know, his uh, his friends are... Let's see, let's see. I guess see. more specific and... Um, all right, so do you <laughs> believe people are born gay? 76% yes, uh-huh. 24% no. 24% no, okay. Yeah, and I, dude, we got, so we got 28 to 9. Let me see the people who said no. Who said no. I'm going to point all y'all motherfuckers out. <laughs> you can't point, don't point them no, out. No, I ain't going to do that shit. <laughs> but, um, damn, I'm not surprised at the ones who said no. I know mm-hmm. who they, like, I know them. But I will say, um, like, I was talking to one of the guys. He's uh, actually a former student of mine. He said, uh, he said he's going to go with no. But only speaking for his generation, he says, I feel like it kind of became a trend or something. I said, you don't believe, so you don't believe that anyone is born gay? He said, not from my witness being a little kid. So being younger, he, to him, he felt like people were like the people his age were just kind of going around doing what he thought was cool at the time. And I found that really interesting for him to be more of the younger generation to believe that. But I also at the same time can get it if... Um, in his generation, there's definitely a lot more gay people coming out, being out, I mean, comfortable in high school. And if that's not what you have uh, an example of in your family or anything of that, of a gay person around you or anything, I can see why that would just look like a trend. And, guess, and let's know? be, like, what and, is this? and let's, let's be real. Like you can do, you can, you can have a gay, you can do a gay act. Like, I'm straight. I don't like dudes, but I can go fuck a dude. Mm-hmm. I can get hit from a dude. Like, and still, that's not going to change the fact that I'm not attracted to gay to to men. And that is another. And that's the thing because I feel like, like there are yeah. people. There are. I feel like there are quite a few women actually who are just like kind of just fucking around, man, just playing mm-hmm. around and mm-hmm. doing their thing. And I'm not saying that dudes don't do it too. They probably. I, I feel like more so. You know what? I was going to say this, but because I was going to say they're more freer in other ethnicities than they are in the black community. Correct. Because right. the ones who are going to play around and do their thing, they're not going to be so open about it. But I feel like other cultures probably are more like free to just... It kind of goes back to a sexual fluidity thing. Yeah. But when we talk about just being born, just being, you know, naturally just gay, like I, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah, I, I I know within the black community, it's probably more believed that yes, you do, 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 penis touch, you're gay, you know, and that's it. Um, but um, 
other ethnicities do have the, uh, I feel, a little bit more the luxury to experiment without the type of judgments or yeah. that you know African Americans put ourselves through. Yeah, this like I'm reading uh, like another person that uh, that did me about it. She was saying how she's not sure because mm-hmm. quite a few of her, quite a few of the people that she knows that are gay have been molested. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she talked about her her own family, and she was saying, um, you know, our father wasn't in our life at all. It was a real stressful situation. Mm-hmm. You know, she said her two of her sisters were gay. She said they don't trust men at all. Mm-hmm. So she's not she's unsure if that plays a part in them being gay. Yeah. So she's like, I don't know anymore. And that's, I mean, those are real because re- molestation, you know. I, because I, me personally, as many straight people as I know that have been molested, it's not a single act that turned them gay, that, you know, turned them gay. And we talked about last, uh, last episode with females, you know, I kind of feel like they plan at a whole different plane where, you know, they're not limited to just external physical uh, stimulation for them to feel whole. It's more of a mental uh, fulfillment that they need, and then once that's fulfilled, then maybe they're entertained <laughs> uh, a homosexual um, relationship or act. I don't know. I'm not a female, but, but I, yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking about like all I needed to hear was from you, hmm. from John. Like when you guys told me, you know, why you're like you're like yo, I like dudes. Like I saw it. I was attracted. There was nothing a woman could do for me. I tried it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, y'all were born gay. Like, yeah. there's no, y'all ain't tell me nothing about no sexual abuse, no nothing, just mm-hmm. nothing that kind of pushed you away. It's just you always you had testimony uh, from the source. Yeah, like, y'all talking like enough for you. <laughs> that and, makes sense to and, me. I too. mean, and I had already believed that people were born gay. Like, I mm-hmm. listen, y'all. I mean, we're in a freer time now, but anybody that was claiming to be gay in the '80s and '90s and two, that shit was rough on them. Mm-hmm. Like that shit couldn't have been wasn't cool. <laughs> Yeah, that shit was a stress. I, like we were getting beat the fuck up and killed. To death. Couldn't shit. couldn't be around a family. Don't nobody want that shit. You like, know, w- one thing I want to point out too is how even though I am a gay man, there's other um, like when it comes to transgender or um, um, even when it was coming to bisexuality, I was I was on the fence with those, even though I had my own, um, I guess minority to be in. And, yeah, that's funny because you and, were a gay man. Like, I don't believe uh, in bisexuality. I don't know if I believe in bisexuality. <laughs> and also, I didn't understand transgender. And my thing was, when I really talked to myself about it, I know that I was born gay. And I know that there's a slew of straight people that condemn it, won't understand it, don't believe it. And for me to know that I live my truth and what it is right now, then that means, at the very least, there's possibilities for everybody else's truth to be something that I don't encapsulate within myself that I wouldn't know either. So that must be men that are born with the urge to be women. That must be true then because I know I have mine and just because that I, that doesn't that isn't something that I identify with doesn't make it not true. So that that my own experience has just opened my eyes to the possibility of so much more Other than people's perspective. Yeah. On life, yeah. Um yeah. I kind of didn't hear anything else you said after you said encapsulated. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> who is the fuck is this guy? I'm like trying to you know, you're using big words. What the fuck is that? 
Like, look yeah. at this guy. Oh, college educated motherfucker. Uh, sometimes. Hello? Yeah. All right. Hey, shit, should we start talking about this? I think right we there? should. I think we can go right into All right. this. Like, uh, I was telling Joe, I, uh, a friend told me about a TED Talk. And TED Talk, it's a series on YouTube. Um, it, they pretty much just talk they really talk about a wide span of subjects and y'all know what ted talk is i didn't know i you the only person, the person in the I world didn't know. let me tell y'all I didn't this motherfucker thought it was ted talking <laughs> i did i thought it was one individual named ted <laughs> who was talking about a whole bunch of shit he said and no like, he said no you gotta go check ted is real i was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like wait 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 you think this uh, you think this is ted i had to check I like did. yo his name it's a dude named Ted talking no, about. No, it's uh, it's just yeah. They kind of yeah. I even have know. a friend who did a TED talk. You had a friend that did a TED talk. Yeah. Oh sure. Um, um, damn, what's his name? Um, Tyree did one. Oh, Tyree did do one, but um, Dom did one. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I know I a few more. people that did the TED. Talk. Damn, there's more than that. Oh shit. Sure. Because I still have Jerem. Jerem did one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. But pretty yeah, pretty much they have this uh, go they they work under this umbrella about it being just ideas worth sharing, like just a slew of ideas and they share their thoughts and research on it, you know. Yeah, and this one kind of like yeah. this one was different, man. This mm-hmm. one was about it was talking about if it's a gay gene. Well, it, it was more than just that. Yeah. It was cuz it was kind of like Assuming that you already believe that people were born gay anyway. Yeah. But um, it was more so, so homosexuality and saying that it was more about survival than it is actual sex. Right. So taking away the part that a man is fucking a man and a woman is fucking a woman, that's, it's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. And this is, that was the basis of what his whole uh, talk was about. Yeah. He was more, like he said, like about the survival of humankind survival of the family yeah it's like natural he he talks about evolution natural selection and why homosexuality even exists because he was saying as far as natural selection and and evolution goes if he said natural selection would already thrown out um homosexuality if it if it didn't need it right 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 and he said he said if it was a genetic error natural selection should have should have called it from the gene pool already. Mm-hmm. And so there is a, so what he was saying, there is a need, there was a need for homosexuality. He's trying to, so, okay, backing up, his son comes out to him when he's like 17 years old, says, dad, I'm gay. And the dad is just like, he's trying to make sense of it. Mm-hmm. And he's also worried about his son's safety. Right. Like that was one thing that like, he, it, that stood out because, this dude, man. One thing I got out of it, this dude really loves his fucking family. Yeah, he, he loves really his son. So he was so passionate about his son. You know? yeah. But uh, he's trying to understand, and he wants to understand uh, because he's he's a biologist himself. Yeah, so, so everything was boiling yeah. back for him, where he would like to have some scientific evidence to um, to understand more about his son and why there's gay people because he felt guilty. He felt like it was his fault. Yeah, yeah. He didn't understand. He, so he. Man, he's one of these dudes who just wanted to study up on it and mm-hmm. kind of put some stuff together. Yeah, and, and I do I, feel like once they have, because I've always felt that there was more a science gene, will come out, and, it, and once they have more science about it, I don't know if it'd be a good thing, but it'd at least be something that's backed up by data, science, and 
I think yeah. it. I think when it comes to science, it's always a good thing, man. Because it, it, because I know for a lot of people, that's the only thing that is missing for for them. Not, you know? yeah, for a lot of people, for but them, some people like, it ain't. If you're religious, science don't change shit, right? Because you don't believe in it anyway. Which was, you know, my ultimate question is just like, if what they're suggesting, you know, that this is a natural occurrence, which I do believe, then what reason would it be for it to be so, you know, so shunned upon and? Throughout you know the world, and that's and, what his basis for all this. Right. He's so what he, what I got out of this is, and I will go deeper into it. But what I got out of this in, as a whole was him trying to show the world, leave these people alone, let them live their lives. We need them, we love them, and you should appreciate them. We need them for society to progress. Mm-hmm. And he tried to back it up with science. Now, do I believe everything that he said? In it? I don't know. Sounds good. Sounds fun. Uh, I, I mean, I know, I know it's, it it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. situation for, mm-hmm. for uh, it's a beautiful thing to believe if you're a homosexual, for sure. But, and also the numbers, it's one study here, one study there. Who do you ask? So I don't, numbers don't, I mean, I will, will give you the numbers and everything, but I don't, you know, this is, Look, so I'm more, gonna talk more about more information needs to come out. For yeah, sure. okay. I'm gonna talk about some of the things that he was pretty much speaking about that will make a gay person come about. You know, um, he was talking about, of course, first it being natural selection. This is a natural occurrence, and it, he was saying more so about how we all come from the same genetic pools. You know, if we're, if we're in, um, if we're siblings and we're coming from the same genetic pool, but each of our pregnancies are different. So depending on when I was born, what are the occurrences that make the mother's body choose for that child to be a gay version, you know? And some of the things he spoke about was um, sometimes, for instance, um, the mother could be going through a stressful pregnancy. Yeah. And um, it could be a stressful pregnancy for her and that signals to her womb that she needs a child um, that's more docile, that's less aggressive, that's someone that's going to pretty much help her throughout life because she's in trouble, you know? And um, and I felt that on a personal level because I know that that was my experience. Um, I know another thing he talked about was if that's not one occurrence of why a child may come out gay, another one may be if the mother had um, three or four boys already. Um with each boy that comes after the next, they have more. They have a thirty percent more chance of becoming gay, and it's more of the nature's way of putting like um, birth control <laughs> on that on that family uh, lineage. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's like okay, you have four boys now. You need to slow down because your next generation is going to be sad. They're going to be lit. So they they throw a, a gay one in there just so um, the gay person can pretty much. Um, conduct population control. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> and it's so, so uh, I love that he brought up um, the ants. So mm-hmm. he compared us to ants. He said we actually have similar. Uh, he said ants' makeup is kind of similar to humans. And he gave uh, show two identical twins. There were ants, two uh, sisters. They were identical twins. But they looked different, but they had the exact same DNA sequence. Mm-hmm. But the marker, the, 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 the queen ant, who birthed uh, those ants, put a marker on them, one being a worker ant 
and one being a soldier. So there's a purpose in your DNA, mm -hmm. like, and the marker comes from your, from your mother. From your needs, like. Yeah, and from the needs that, yeah. of that mother, basically. Like, right. okay, I need, like, and I know this hit home for you because mm -hmm. you knew, like, thinking about your mother yeah. and her situations. Well, let me go back to the ants so that can be, ex like, fully explained. So with the ants, for instance, if the colony is in need of food, then, she, then genetically, she don't really have control over this. Genetically, her body will produce more worker ants if her colony is in danger. Then genetically, her body will produce soldier ants. So, yeah. That, but it does, it, she does have control. Like, it's her, well, she's. She has as much control as a woman has yeah. of giving uh Because she's feeling, this, a, she's feeling like that yeah. stress is on her. Like, on she her, feels right. the need. Right. That need then gives off that, gives off that, that tag to put on the next ant coming out of her. Right, exactly. And so, yeah, that coincides with humans. You know, I know at the time my mom was pregnant with me, she already had my brother. Um, she, at the time, was pregnant with twins, me and a twin. She was homeless, and the doctor had already told her she had to stop working at five months. So she's homeless, and she can't work because she's too pregnant to work and then she also needs to care for another child and try to get them to school without it costing her to take him to school like it was a lot of stresses and um not saying or knowing that that's the thing that made me gay but I know that this spoke for me with that and you know with him talking about natural selection he was talking about how what our gay roles are or what our roles are that will produce a gay person in my family I am the person I, uh, I I'm more the glue and the person that's holding us together, which is what he the TED talk is suggesting. Gay people role is in society is the glue, is the ones that's holding relationships together. I know in my family people are gravitated towards me, my siblings are, and they use me for a crutch, and that's what the biologist was speaking about within his own family. Yeah, and that's know? where I start disagreeing. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm like, oh, sounds cool. Yeah, for you, uh huh, and your family, mm -hmm. but. We know plenty, plenty of gay folks who are not the glue. Well, if they're not shunned out their family, too. Like. Some, some <laughs> yeah. aren't. And yeah. some are just ain't the glue. Mm -hmm. Some are just stressors on everybody. They just hella, like, extra. And uh -huh. everybody's different. Yeah. So you're not going to have gay people. The gay people in this world aren't all the same. They all have different personalities. Of course. You know plenty of people who are completely different from you. Yeah. So... All this stuff that he was saying is uh, gays are designed by nature to help us be kind to one another. And mm -hmm. um, I'm like, you have basically just said every gay person is a loving, caring human being. <laughs> I know. That's, that's beautiful. Look, sounds great. Yeah. He, that's why I go back to, you know, I love some of the information, especially like the, the um, comparison with ants and all that. All that stuff mm -hmm. is cool. I love it. Mm -hmm. And I love that he talks about it being like possibly nature's um, uh, birth control. Birth, birth control. Mm -hmm. Cool, I get it. But then when he starts saying, you know, gay people are just, you know, the kinder version of all of us, and we, you know, that's why we need them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, come on now. I, I, I can understand the genericism it, then, of that expression. I understand what he's doing because he's mm -hmm. also, then right after that, he starts talking about um, sexual minorities being twice as likely to be bullied, five times more likely to, to, have, to have attempted suicide. Mm -hmm. 
So then that lets me know, like, your mission for this is to just kind of put it out to the world, like I said before, mm -hmm. be kind to the gay people. Love them. Let them be. We need them because I don't want my son getting hurt mm -hmm. out here. Cool with me, but I ain't going to take this as fact. It's, 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 it's a beautiful thing that we did. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I understand like that is very like a generic blanket, um, but he was trying to relate that to statistics as well, just in incarceration rates, um, just in uh, IQ rates. And, you know, he was going on saying how um, usually um, gay members of a family are usually like the best interpretation of what that family has to offer into society and that um, and that those attributes that a mother in trouble needs are usually um, the docile, less aggressive. And I know overall, gay people usually are until they're driven towards something else, you know, because they also have to grow with, within society and they develop all this anguish and anger and But then can that just be said so. about, um, about heterosexual uh, people too? Like that society is forcing them to be aggressive and you know because we know docile like hetero folks we know we know caring and loving hetero folks is it society pushing that on them when they come out is that society making our men feel like they have to be overly aggressive because i feel like that could be it that could be it too but it's hard to find another like personality that's as extreme as ellen degeneres for instance and in, in the way that she's that type of person it only would be a gay person that would be that. You know what I mean? Like I that's what that. he's talking about. No, I don't only. believe that at all. I can't use only, and that is yeah. But you know, I'm just saying. I know so many. Mm -hmm. Like you, I feel like you just can't put those traits on a, on your sexuality. I get it. I get what yeah. he's trying to say. Mm -hmm. I get that we kind of like we label homosexuals as you know more docile and caring and loving and I, I get the label but I, I can't just say that that's just I, I can't say that's fact yeah and then also like the incarceration rate like alright he talked about like what was this percentage that he said uh, um, overall like uh, the higher IQ of folks uh, that people with high, higher IQs are more likely to be gay oh yeah uh, gay males were higher in compassion and cooperation, lower in hostility. Um, yeah, he was saying like gay people are usually more emotionally developed. Yeah, they have a higher emotional intelligence. Mm. Who are we testing? Um, they, they, well, he said he was testing. I'm just saying like where and where are we testing? Like I want to know like what communities we're testing in. Like I, this is more, I need to know more information. Mm. And also I think we've talked about this too. Like, I don't know if, like, I'm just putting my own, my own opinions out there on this. Because when we talk about, uh, like, we're talking about, like, uh, why are there so many homosexual dudes that are, like, running this company, running that company, and being in this position, that position? Mm, yeah, and I'm like, and I thought about this. I'm like, yo, when you're tired of getting shunned and, you know, you don't feel comfortable being around certain folks, especially in the black community, because we see a lot of gay black dudes who are, like, in high positions. Yeah. Your focus is there. Who you who fucking with you? Mm -hmm. Like you don't feel like a lot of them don't feel like they're like they even belong yeah. in these communities. So what do they that do? Kind of run to the books. Mm -hmm. 
You know, that was, do, that's definitely me. You yeah. know, you kind of do your work and try to get the fuck out of because your you area so you have you more control want. over your situation. More control over your situation. Yeah. So I mean, that to me, like, even in the white community, you don't want to be with the guys who are just playing ball all the fucking time and throwing rocks and shit. You're like the same me. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying gay dudes. It's, it's sure it's gay dudes throwing rocks and shit too, but. Y'all get what I'm saying, damn it. But yeah, uh, yeah. overall, like I feel like it's I appreciate what he did, and yeah. I, I I like that he started this. Yeah, like, he I, kicked off the conversation because uh-huh. there should be. I I want to read about more. I want to get more. Do. I want to hear read about more studies. Yeah, I, I want to go deeper. Like this was dope. We at least all agree that gay people been existing since as long as heterosexual people been existing. And that's what he said too. He and- said <laughs> he said because it's also existed in species, right? Like that, you know, other species. So he's, yeah. so that's what he, that's what he was. A lot of this is based on him trying to figure out why are they still here? Because we know when we're just talking evolution and science, mm-hmm. reproduction is everything. Right. If we don't reproduce, right. What do we have here? Like evolution. Like is that ending. is right. So that's what like, natural selection is so supposed to be. He's about, like, right. he's like, it seems counterproductive to have homosexuals when you know, eighty they they have eighty percent less children. Mm-hmm. Like he's talking about current times. Right. So he said, but they've been around forever, and it can't be a genetic error because if it was, then they would already be done. Right. Based on evolution. Mm-hmm. So, Maybe, I I, yeah. I love that we're starting this conversation. I'm, so okay, when I'm when I this. left with it, I was just wondering then if we've been existing forever and all that, then why does the world shun homosexuals? And my own personal, I feel like it just all led to. We put religion at the forefront, and that just that doesn't that just takes over everything. It doesn't matter what else ever makes sense. And when that TED talk finished, another one was the beginning, and I, we could talk about that in another time. But the whole subject was about homosexuality in the Bible and um, and in religion. And so I, I I'm taken aback by that because I'm just like, just no one really wants to think for themselves. I mean, <laughs> I listen. Feel. Like, I understand religion. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get why people have religion. I'm not mad at anyone for believing in any religion. Yeah. I get it. We all don't... We None of us know what's going to happen after this, so we kind of want to depend on something. Mm-hmm. And when you depend on something for eternity, you kind of want to believe everything it says. Everything it says. So, but it, it, it but stays, I don't understand you motherfuckers who want to push, who want to be so hard on homosexuality. And nothing else. And... Yeah, and that's the be part. fucking all kind of like. And, and see, that's what it was beginning to talk about is that in the whole Bible, it's less than one percent about homosexuality. It's nothing that's actually. It's very vague, and then we just created this um, version of what we, you know, our interpretation. That's the word we created yeah. this interpretation of it, and it's just like, why are we going so extreme with this interpretation and without nothing else though about nothing else? But anyways, let yeah. me see if I have any questions. Anybody? Oh yeah, any questions, questions on that? No. <laughs> nah, and I got, everybody got a question. Don't nobody care about this. Yeah, Y'all don't give a shit about us no more, guys. Somebody sent in the inbox. God damn it, cheese! You just did that. Shit. Thanks, cheese. Good job, <laughs> you fucking dickhead. That's abusive. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Yo. So what I got out of it was basically it was an ode to his son. Like, yeah. and it was just showing like the love he had mm-hmm. for his boy, and I, I love that about it, man. Yeah. So, um, dang. All right. So I'm about to read this. Wait, uh-huh. should I read this first? Well, we can edit it out if it's crazy. So I'm going to read this. Uh-huh. This is from, should I? 
I'm not going to say your name because you may not want your name to be said. Don't say his name, no. All right, so recently, Young Miami from the City Girls' old tweets were dug up. In one of her old tweets, she said that if her son was gay, she would beat it out of him. Mm-hmm. The tweet is about four years old, so I feel like people can change. But in a recent interview with The Breakfast Club, she said that she still feels the same way about the tweet. And she's and said she doesn't have a problem with gay people because they do her makeup and hair. And they're a big part of her fan base. Do you guys think that she can be homophobic or is it or is is it okay for her to use gay men to benefit her mm. and not have a problem with gay men but wow. not be okay with her son being gay? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Really appreciate what you guys are doing with the, this podcast. Man, we appreciate you, brother. And though you don't mind me wow. saying your name. Rod Walker 88, man. I appreciate you for sending that question. It's a man. heavy question because that is real. Like, I don't even think it's that heavy. She's a piece of shit. I mean, yeah. Wait, how old is she? But there's too many of us that think exactly like that. Like, there is. And everybody like, who thinks like that is a piece of shit. <laughs> like, straight up. If you think like that, you're a piece of shit. If you saying, you I will can't. beat the gay out of my child, you're a piece of shit. If sexuality means that much to you, mm-hmm. Like, like what else is there for you then? I like, mean, you are look, can you can you eventually not be a piece of shit? Yes. <laughs> yes. You're ignorant. You're ignorant. You just don't know you don't know any better. But it really she's is. getting she's yeah. I don't know how old she is. I think she's actually pretty young. I'm I don't know, but if you are a gay a gay person working with her, why would you continue? I know you need a job, but fuck job, that. But that's that, like somebody uh, that would hurt that's me. That's like somebody telling to me to, yeah. Um, somebody I'm, I work with saying, um, I find out that they're saying, if my child were to date, date a, black, a black person, mm-hmm. I'd beat the fuck out of them. They, I would, they couldn't come in my house. That's, uh, that is so the- this is how you feel about those people. Like she hates, she doesn't like your people. Mm-hmm. Like she is, she's definitely homophobic. Yeah. She's scared for her son to be gay. The definition of it, she's scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's, she's literally ready to kill her son. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. And she's serious. Like, how you going You can't do it. Look, it, it there's is a lot of people. Even recently, it. that same the same young lady who told me her um, her sisters are gay. She said her sister has told her like, I wish I wasn't gay. Mm. When you like, she that means she can't do shit about it. Look, I could wish I wasn't straight all day. Mm-hmm. I can't do nothing about like seeing somebody like damn. She's bad. I, I can't stop that. Can't like stop I know, that. but that's what the, that's where the ignorance fall in because she doesn't she's, she doesn't understand that whole the wrap her mind around the fact that man, this is something that is made into you. It's like, and that's why I can't. That's why I keep. That's why I went back to like, she may not be a piece of shit forever. Right. Yeah. But right now, mm-hmm. you're a piece of shit. I hope that your mind could be open one day to mm-hmm. changing and learning. Man. And I hope you get a gay son. I mean, I was just about to say, but that I don't. What actually, happened. But actually, like, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't hope that because I, I don't want him to have a fucked up upbringing. I mean, just I think about it. We all start as women or females in the womb, right? And then the extra chromosome comes, and that makes us male. But it only makes us male to what everybody understands is male. It makes us male to what externally changes in us. There's so much internal shit that has to change in us too. So what if that's all that's, that's not all the way to what male is what considered male. And then that's what gay is. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if it's just that? You what know? if? Hey, man, there's a lot of what is. But yeah, in the, in the, but besides all that shit, 
it don't matter. It don't. That's like, the thing. We're in a we're and we're growing out of it. It's it's growing. Like this shit is not how it was when I was growing up. It's getting better. The the good thing is we're getting fewer of those young Miamis. I think that's her name. Yeah. Um I don't even know who these people are. City girls. Yeah, I know. I heard it. Uh, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that is. I don't know what that City is either. Do they shake their asses? Quality, quality control music. Quality control music? Yeah. What the fuck is quality what control music? Migos. Oh. oh. Do they shake? They dance? They're more hood chicks. Hood chicks love to dance. Nah, but they're like... They're gangsters. Hood, hood shit, yeah. They got guns. Nah, maybe. They're Probably. Pretty, they're pretty. They're the ones that Drake talk about on um, Do You Love Me? Are You Riding? Oh, I saw... Really? Yo, she's on an yeah. interview where she walks out. She's young as fuck. Yeah, yeah, I think she just turned 21. Yeah. Or she's... She huh. may not even be 20 yet. Maybe not even 21. The one who walked out of the uh, the jumper... Uh, interview. She was hot. Oh no, not it's not. It's not them. I thought that was the one about the. Oh fuck! I don't know these. Guys. I almost <laughs> called them out. They now. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Hey man, don't edit that. I want y'all to know the real me. I use the bitch word sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey man, guess what? That? Thanksgiving's coming up. It is. So you know what we do. Ooh. We got our. You know, one gotta go. Yes. It's just fun to me. I enjoy this. Okay. Cheese is gonna be part of this too. All right. <laughs> Actually, not for all. All right, because he don't care about this one thing. So, desserts, because I love desserts. You don't really care about really desserts. Care about Fuck y'all. Give me sweet, give me salty shit all damn day. Like we're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> we're going to do it anyway. All right. Then all right. For you, one right. gotta go. All right. Sweet potato pie, pecan pie, peach cobbler, and banana pudding. Pecan pie. Uh, pecan have to go. So pecan gotta go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can never turn your back on some sweet potato pie, dude. Mm-mm. Listen, I got an auntie, man. She makes about, she might make about ten every Thanksgiving. Damn, you fat motherfuckers! How many? Don't you ever disrespect my auntie again, auntie? <laughs> that is too much. Like no, but everybody, like my mama, like she brings my mama like a couple for the actual day. Mm-hmm. Then she gives my mama another one so she can put in the freezer for later on. Yeah, that's my mom though. And too. then you know yeah. she, we got a huge family. Yeah, I got a big family, so yeah. she got you know it was not anymore. Some have passed, but my mom had twelve brothers and sisters. Damn. Oh, so oof. you know, they my mom never knew how to cook for one person. Yeah, like when we, that's why I was fat. Yeah, like straight up. The reason why I was fat was because my mama cooked so much food. That's a real thing though. And like when I got by myself, I didn't know how to just cook by myself because I was used to cooking for a family. Let me tell you all this. I never knew how to cook for myself because I was like, ain't nobody got <laughs> and money. I never for, will. I was like, ain't, no money got, ain't nobody got money for all this shit. <laughs> so I definitely start cooking just for myself. Yeah. But so, yeah, sweet potato pie is huge in our family. Peach cobbler. My mom doesn't make like the normal peach cobbler. She mm. makes like a peach dump cake. Which she used to call Peach Cobbler. It's oh, fucking shit. amazing. Shout out to Black Creativity, um, man. We would just make a tradition, you know? Yeah. What was the other one? Banana pudding. Yeah. My mom makes bomb banana, banana. pudding. We'll I actually make really pudding. good banana pudding, too, but I stole it. Like, that ain't my... I got it from the homegirl. She, yeah. She showed me how to make it. She's fire. Well, my mom... With, ma- with those cookies, the Chessman cookies. Oh, not the vanilla wafers? No, Chessman cookies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Let me tell you something. Take it up a level. Man, <laughs> Man got classy Damn. on a bitch. So, yeah, you know, I'm all about the savory shit. So, 
What I'm excited about is my mom. We told her to just 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 okay. kick, kick the turkey. Like let's do let's do one. Got to go. Okay. All right. All right for the for the meats. Oh yeah, for the meats. And we're gonna keep it. We gonna we gonna keep it. Uh, so turkey, mm-hmm. ham, and roast beef. I couldn't think of a fourth one. I don't know. Yeah, another this one's one. really easy. I'm definitely kicking the turkey. Because I, mean, I hate turkey. I'm not a turkey. It's so shit. It's, it, it takes so much preparation for. And not it a never good comes payoff. out that great. Right. It's just. I mean, it, it accommodates nice with the stuffing, but it just give me the stuffing. Dude, give me t- stuffing with turkey everybody parts. Everybody tells okay? me I'd they're like, no, that. but my mama makes a good turkey. My daddy. I'm like, and I have it. I'm like, you know what, what? it just tastes like? Turkey. turkey. <laughs> and I don't like this shit. <laughs> No, thank you. So, uh, yeah. But if we got some, if we only did turkey wings, I'd yeah, be completely fine with that because my mom made some fire ass turkey wings. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, kick, kick the whole pan. Like, so my mom finally stopped making the turkey because we asked. She always asked what we wanted in the menu. And so now what she does. Cornish game hens? No, let me oh, finish. Okay. She, um, <laughs> you see how it's my fucking She, <laughs> she creates a glaze from scratch in a crock pot, cooks it in the crock pot. Then she gets a honey ham. And like you know, cook that really nice and shit. And then she cuts the honey, the honey ham off of the bone, cook it in the crock pot with the glaze. And then we just pour it. Like we get a ladle and pick up the ham and shit, and just pour it over the Hawaiian rolls. My mouth is salivating right now. Maybe I can get that recipe from your mama and do that for the for our uh, homies Thanksgiving. Man, we call it No Fucks Giving. Yeah, I'm telling you, our man. Friendsgiving is called No Fucks Giving. That's cool, man. Because got we, like a bro, yeah, man, a bro Thanksgiving. I mean, we don't call it a bro thing because we got. I mean, you know, got families. And shit we got too. ladies in here too. These oh, are man. sisters, Good man. This is mm. a sister and bro thing. Okay, we a real family, man. My homies, man, I love them to death, man. They really so solid. What you gonna do this? Um, this this Thanksgiving, as far as keeping up with your diet, though, uh, I'm not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me be let me be completely honest about Thanksgiving. Not my favorite like food. Mm, yeah. It's not like I. There's so many other things I'd rather eat than Thanksgiving food. I get that, but the same um, way. Right. Yeah, like I love stuffing, mm-hmm. but I've never ordered stuffing outside of Thanksgiving. Never, and I, I could live my entire life without having it. And I really enjoy yeah. my mom's stuffing, but yeah, it's just I when it's not Thanksgiving, I don't think about it. Yeah. Mac and cheese. Now, I like I mac and cheese. That. We start okay. making lasagnas now, though. Yeah. On Thanksgiving. Oh, damn, I, y'all I like fuck it. Thanksgiving normal. We do. We like, y'all like <laughs> fuck the the traditional <laughs> shit. I no. get it though. I yeah. get it because if you, because the main thing is about just enjoying each other's company right. and enjoying the food. Yeah. Like, why don't you just do shit you like? Really like, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, yams though. I will say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do love some yams. It's just and the, you wonder why you don't eat them more. Often. I'm gonna tell you why I don't you eat know. them more often. Nobody does them right anywhere. Yeah. Like, no, except, no, you're right. Nowhere. Like, th- you can't get that commercialized. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, somebody, there's not a restaurant I know that nope. did it the way I wanted it to be done. No, nope, me either. Agree. Like, I have an aunt who, oh man. Because the way I like, I like candy yams. Like, my mom, she does mashed yams. Yeah. Which, she's, they're good. Yeah. Like, but I prefer candy yams. And I have one aunt who kind of like, Fries them a little hard. Mm. They're not hard though. They're yeah. just a little like they're not mushy. They got that crisp. They got a little crisp. Oh, my oh God, I'm all about dude. the consistency. And all you the already butter know. and the sugar. Good God. <sighs> damn. So yeah, when it comes to that, mac and cheese. We got a few more yams, days, man. Mac and cheese and ha- and, and mac and cheese. And I do like making the sandwiches though. But I mm, I don't know if I'm gonna do that this year because I really do want to keep up with my diet. Like the leftover sandwiches. Yeah, I might have give myself a day. Yeah. Give myself a day to like kind of like do my thing. Um, but um, I've been a, doing yeah. so well, man. Yeah, 
I've been doing, I've been so consistent. Like mm-hmm. you have, I mean, y'all been seeing a leaner Joe, right? Man. I mean, it's all in the neck area mostly. <laughs> like, look at that. Wait, my like, whole style, you feel it? You see it? I see What's a differentiation up? between up, neck I'm and shoulders here. now, and this is quite chin. inviting. Yeah. Check out the chin. Chisel, jaw, bone. It's, it's, it's arrived. You can see it now. It's here. It's not covered in layers of fat. <laughs> it's present. I cooked that fat on the grill. And you said, fuck that fat. Then I ate it. Good job. Yeah. Keto. Yeah, man. The keto <laughs> shit. Look. So, people talk. People ask me about keto. It works. Definitely works. But is it is it something that I could sustain over like forever? Like, I'd rather not. Yeah. Because that's a lot of that's a lot of fat. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about butter. I'm eating like more cheese than I would like. So I have a, like I wanted to do two months of keto. I'm done with the two months. Now I'm sprinkling in a little fruit. More uh, vegetables, not really concerning oh, myself with bad, the you know? with the with the carbs of like vegetables and stuff. So I'm like, in the morning I have my blueberries and my and my blackberries. Then I may have like a green juice or something, and I'm not worried about the carbs in it. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna be in ketosis? No, but I'm still getting. I wanted to get back to like some healthy eating, and also staying away from car, from like the hard carbs. We're talking about like yeah. The breads and, bread, and the sweets and stuff. So the I'm staying. Shit, I'm still staying away you know. from that. I'm eating my. I'm still eating like some fats and meats, but I am adding more vegetables and more mm-hmm. fruit and shit like that. Yeah. So I felt like once I got to this level, I didn't have to be so strict. And uh, we'll see how this goes. If it, if I don't continue to progress, how, how much weight you want to lose now? How much more weight? I'm. I'm at the point. I'm at. So just... I'm around. Right now, I'm around two hundred five. I'm mad about it because that means we're way about the same. And so, I'm like, what the fuck? Because I, I can't even lose anymore. I would, like I would like to say that I'm just going to throw up probably like 190, 195. That's what I want to be. But um, if I don't get to that and I look, and I look good. Then you're happy. I'm good. Like, right. So I'm not concerning myself too much with, with the, the number, weight. Yeah. I'm more so how does my body look? Because right. I'm lifting weights like a motherfucker. And people asking me like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I lift a lot of fucking weights yeah. all the time. But my shit, I go hard. Like I don't like, like I push a lot of like heavy weight. I do it a lot of times, and mm-hmm. I just, I don't take a ton of breaks. I'm sweating that bitch. Mm-hmm. And I also, you know, I run. I do run. I don't run as much as I should. I'm going to start running at least four times a week now. That's a game changer. And I that do, changes your body I do, for real. I, I box a little bit. Like I'll mm-hmm. jump rope and hit the heavy bag, and I'm not getting. I'm not getting tired too much either. Like I'm, my my wind is really there. And give a shot. I gotta give a shout out. To the homies, uh, front runners, LA. Okay. Homie Butter, man. Like, I told, like, I went to one of their first meetings when they were gonna start this. And I didn't, but I only started running with them maybe like a month ago. Yeah. Cause I told myself, if I'm not, if I don't go run with these people, then I'm a hater. <laughs> I'm a, like, for real. Cause if, if I'm working out, yeah. And I don't even at least attempt to go. Do the run, run with, them. with them, yeah. yeah. Do the, do that with them. Then I'm a fucking hater, yeah. Because I see he's trying to push a movement. Why wouldn't I like jump on it mm-hmm. when I'm working out anyway? Yeah, exactly. When you are working out, anyway. and it's de- they're in Culver City, right now. Like it's just ten minutes away from me. Why wouldn't I? So I, I do have. I ain't gonna lie. This is I do have a little anxiety. Have some anxiety issues. So running with a pack, that shit stresses. Running me. with a pack. What's a pack? Running with a pack, like a pack of people. Oh, got you. Okay. Yeah. Like, it, I ain't going to lie, y'all. Like, it actually affects my running. Like, I get tired faster. 
Because you spending some of your internal energy. Yeah, having my energy, having anxiety. <laughs> like people are too close to me. Yeah. What if they? What if I fall out in front of people? Like I, man, I have. I'm really working on my anxiety, man. This is weirdo. No, nah, listen, <laughs> and, and see, he's a problem uh-huh. calling me a weirdo because I know some of y'all have the same issues. Like anxiety is real, man. Like I had, a, I had a meeting a few days ago. Ain't nothing happened in this meeting crazy. Nothing triggered. Like, I don't know what triggered it. I had a straight up anxiety attack in that thing. Nobody knew. Yeah. I started having an anxiety attack over my anxiety attack <laughs> because I'm having, I'm going through oh, it. No. I'm going through it. And I'm like, yo, do they see me going through this? And I want to do my, because I've gone, I've, this has been a problem over the last couple of years. So I was going, doing my little, um, I have like a go-to like thing that I do, and I don't know if you guys know about this. I'll close my eyes and tap on my cheek, like oh. I think it's like ten times. Then I ask myself, what level of anxiety and anxiety attack am I having? Mm-hmm. And if it's above, I think five, then I keep doing it until it becomes un- lower than five. It works for me. Who told you that? I saw it on YouTube. That's interesting. I think I think there was a lot of people out there that need to hear that. So yeah, yeah um, ways to cope. <laughs> yeah, you know, little coping um, methods. So I've actually stepped up because I saw it becoming. A, it started um, happening more frequently. So I started meditating this week. I used to meditate a lot, mm-hmm. and I've been uh, meditating. I started meditating again this week. So that's been helping, man. I've been feeling really good. I don't know how much it's helped yet because I'm only a few days in, but. Yeah. When I come out of meditation, man, I'm be honest with y'all. The I don't know why I don't do it more because it feels so fucking good. When you meditate, do you get you shut your mind off, or do you find yourself thinking about, Think about a, other shit in a quiet space? Now? It, listen, I I'm I'm up and like I'm in and out. Yeah, like it's a it takes time. It's not it's something you have to do. And I don't tell anybody that does meditation like don't quit. Because like, the don't point, get frustrated. Like you'll eventually get there. And there is where you're shutting be your mind off. Completely shut. Okay, got you. Yeah, yeah like you do want to get there. Yeah, okay. but it's but don't think about it. Like just yeah. do like do a guided one. Do a guided meditation where they tell you you know what to do, how to mm-hmm. you know what to focus on. You now do that. Yeah, and it helps because you'll focus on that one thing, and then you start. That's when you stop thinking. That's really interesting. It makes me actually want to try that. Yeah. Dude, I look. I, I will say it's. I feel like it's good for anyone. Right. We all need some quiet time to just ourselves, that. where we're not trying to. I don't know. Engage in conversations or think about like Breaks what's happening people. later, what happened mm-hmm. earlier. We're just sitting there right now, trying to relax our minds, our bodies, and just, you know, get in tune with ourselves. And for me, it's a bit of like a like a loving situation. Like it's when I do it. It's like I'm, I'm showing myself love. Like I'm, yeah, appreciating who I am. I'm appreciating, you know, being here. Mm-hmm. And I, I man, I don't. That's why I keep thinking, like, why don't I do it more? Because when I come out, when I'm done with it, like, I feel like so refreshed. Yeah, I'm like fuck. And every time I'm like, no, I want to do this later on. But we just get caught up doing everything that we think we need to do mm-hmm. instead of doing that. Mm-hmm. And uh. I remember, I think it was Russell Simmons who was saying, um, 
if you feel like you don't have time to meditate, that means you need to meditate more. <laughs> Too shy. Because, you know, I mean, it's bullshit. We have time. Mm-hmm. You're doing something. <clears throat> like, there's always something you're doing where you could have been finding a spot, but I know it's not normal. Look, we didn't, it would be different if we were people who grew up in this kind of, you know, thinking. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us have been told that meditating is of the devil. Really? <laughs> My mom meditated for for a while, and she actually stopped because she got to a point where she 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 would she was in it. She was like floating over the ocean. She yeah. told me she was floating over the ocean, and then when she came to, it scared the shit out of her. Wow! And I was like, Mom. I would have been like, yo, let me go back. I can't wait. <laughs> but my mom is a very, very religious person. And I, when I talked to her sisters, I understood what happened there. Because I was, I was talking to one of my aunts. And I was like, yeah, you know, I meditate. Like, oh, your mama used to do that, mm-hmm. do that mess. <laughs> Ain't nothing but the devil. <laughs> and I was like, and I looked, I was like, and I love my aunt. She's yeah. one of my favorite people. <laughs> but I was like, you are the reason why my mom stopped. Like, not just her, but just that thinking. Like, that's the reason why my mom stopped. My mom, yeah. She's, yeah, that's funny, man. But, yeah, yeah I do I actually do want to soon do an episode on uh, anxiety, panic attacks. and Because oh, yeah. I talked to some people, and it's a real, like, I didn't know there were so many people who were going through the same thing I'm going through. And, well, and not talking about it at all. And yeah. we're definitely not going to diagnose ourselves or think we could speak to therapists or anything like that. So we're just dealing with it. Yeah. I had, straight up, I had a little a little anxiety attack. Like a little, a little something happened today. Like in this, like earlier, before, right before we started. You want to share? I mean, I just had a little issue. It, was with, it something that caused it? I had a little just, issue with my breathing. Yeah. Anytime I think my breathing is off, yeah, I get nervous. Uh huh. And it goes back to this this flight I was on. But yeah, I, I have a cousin who I want to bring on. Um, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but uh, I would hope so. I hope I would hope he's being supportive. <laughs> anyway, um, he's the first person to bring up anxiety attacks to me. Yeah, he said he was having some issues. He was um. He was at work, like in a meeting. Like um, <laughs> he said, he just had one, and he just broke out in a big ass sweat, clothes soaked. Uh-huh. And he's been, you know, he actually like went to therapy about it. Like he attacked it. He w- took it head on. Was like, I want to fix this. Man, what the hell is this? So I want to, uh, I want to bring some people on to actually share. We yeah, got sca- so we got to schedule these things out, man. Because it's some yeah, mental health things. All this stuff is so important to us, man. And we sit there. Like, trying to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't about to go crazy over this shit. Mm-hmm. You best believe I'm going to get my shit right. That's when we went straight to meditation. And, I don't, fly, and I, don't, I don't plan on going away. When we're done with this, when we pack up everything, I got, some ten, I got 10 minutes of time that I need to put in for my meditation today because I haven't done it yet. Then I'm out in the streets. Yeah. All right. Um, anything well, else, man? Like, I think just, we covered everything. This is a long one. This is yeah, long. this is a long one. We had a lot to talk about, man. This is important, man. It started off a little shaky to me. Yeah. But it always does, but we got... Now we... Look, hopefully we get to put some more of these... Uh, we got this equipment right now from the homie. Hopefully we get, get to record Shout a few more before he acts or back. <laughs> so this is going to help us out. And this is going to push us to be more proactive in getting these episodes out, even if they don't... We put them out a little bit later than they've been recorded. We got to do them because we, as we long as we have this, now. yeah, get these interviews in, all that. 
Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we thank y'all, man. Yeah, thanks for joining us, and hope to catch y'all next time, man. Yeah, man. Have some, have fun Thanksgiving. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>